never really truly experienced the joy and awe of Niagara Falls till I became older. I, I had no, we didn't go down to take a trip on the Maid of the Mist. You know, I remember being with American cousins and heading over to the falls and, and looking at the falls from the perspective of being at the top of the falls, the Horseshoe Falls, which is pretty cool because that's a lot of water mm-hmm. uh, rolling over that cliff. But we never went in, in down into the falls. It wasn't until my 30s when I had a friend in from uh, the States and she's like, yeah, you want to do that? And I'm like, no, I never have. I never put on the raincoat. Got in the raincoat, went in the Maid of the Mist. It's called something different now. Uh, and the uh, mayor of uh, Niagara Falls is standing by, Jim Diodati. He'll probably be able to tell us what that uh, boat ride is called. But, you know, there you are. If you've never done it before, allow me to describe what I think the experience is like. So you get on the Maid of the Mist and you're with a bunch of other people, probably less during these uh, COVID times. But you have um, a recorded, it seems like a recorded voiceover of somebody giving you the facts and the history of Niagara Falls. And it's carrying on quite a bit as you head towards the Horseshoe Falls. And then all of a sudden, it seems like it happens before you even know it in an instant. You know, you're listening to these facts, getting lost in the facts, you're looking around, and you just hear the announcer stop and say, ladies and gentlemen, this is Niagara Falls. And you look up and you're in the midst of the Horseshoe Falls, and then you start to twist your body around and you realize it's behind you as well. It's one of the most truly awe-inspiring things I have ever experienced in my life. That's why I could not believe it. When this uh, started making headlines, somebody on Reddit named Niagara Falls one of the most disappointing cities in the world. Jim Diodati, mayor of Niagara Falls, joins the show. Jim, that's got to hurt. Yeah, you know, Kelly, I never like to read anything negative about our town, but I'd say for every person that writes something like that, there's 10,000 people that are saying, oh my God, that was the most amazing experience. So it doesn't matter what you do, where you go, there's always going to find someone that criticizes, that brings out a white glove. And having said that, I mean, I know their comments were more geared toward the American side, but when you say something negative about Niagara Falls, people don't differentiate, and it doesn't feel good on on either side. And, you know, I've said this to some of our team here. I said, well, you know, their criticism's not totally wrong, and they do still say it's still worth a visit. We've come a long way. We've got a long way to go, and we're working on so many amazing things. But all day long, we're the number one leisure destination in Canada, one of the most recognizable natural wonders of the world, and you can travel anywhere. And I've been to many, many places, places that maybe you wouldn't expect they'd know about Niagara Falls so well. And mm-hmm. I've yet to meet a person that I had to explain. It's this place where we have rocks and water flows over and there's mist and rainbows. I never have to explain that to anybody. Is this still the honeymoon capital of the world? You know, that's funny that you say that because obviously marriage is, I don't want to say fallen out of favor, but it's still that traditional place that, you know, the likes of Marilyn Monroe were here when they filmed Niagara in the 50s, and and a lot of people traditionally came here for their honeymoon. Um, I think it's still got that romantic feel about it. You know, it's there's something magical about it. We've got a lot of neat things. I mean, it's the place where 20% of the world's freshwater flows. It's got the highest concentration of naturally occurring negative 
ions, which have a positive effect. And a lot of people come here because it makes them feel good. So whether it's celebrating a honeymoon, uh, an anniversary, you're traveling, vacationing, a lot of people come here. I say we sell fun. And that's what you get when you come to Niagara Falls. Big smiles. Well, I have to say it explains a lot about you, Jim. Because you're always super positive. Well, you know what? I will always, Kelly, give you the, the, the optimistic perspective, and I'll always and, – and that's not to say that some things aren't right, but I always focus on, okay, well, what can we learn from it? Okay, how can we get better? Nobody's perfect. Nothing's great. But, you know, it's kind of like when people are surprised at the experience when they come here. It's kind of like the first time I ever went to a TV studio or in a radio um, a broadcast room where you have this, as a kid, this vision of this big studio audience, whether it's Price is Right or if it's a news station and what it looks like. And then when you get there, you realize it's nothing the way you imagined it. Mm-hmm. And you realize, it, you know, that's why the imagination is always so much greater than reality. And a lot of people, by the time they come here, they've imagined this thing to be just unicorns and rainbows. And well, we do have the rainbow part, not the unicorn part. But uh, definitely a lot of the time expectations are hard to meet when it's your imagination. I have to argue, though, you can't imagine what it's like until you get under it. I don't think there's anything that could prep you for being on that made of the mist. I really do. And I've seen a lot. I think it's quite uh, powerful. And it's it's almost arresting when you're uh, when you look around at the crowd that used to like that was previously listening to the historical facts until you get into the horseshoe falls, you know, that were bouncing around. uh, Odds are very high that they have stopped. And that, that it stopped them in their tracks because the sheer volume of water coming over those falls is absolutely incredible. It looks like it's, it's computer generated. Like if we are truly in a simulation, which many people believe, that was a good job, whoever created that one. <laughs> well, you're exactly right. And it's amazing. It's one of the great natural wonders. And it does so much. It gives us uh, water and sustenance. It gives us, you know, the sea life, gives us electricity, beauty, tourism. And you can't help but be in awe of the falls. And as you said, whether it's the hornblower uh, on the Canadian side or the maid of the mist on the American side, when you get up close and personal with those falls, and you see them 200 feet high, it's the most amount of volume of any falls anywhere in the planet. And you just feel the awesome power and, and the falls, the way they carved out that gorge, those massive boulders. And when, when you realize in the history of it, you know, it wasn't that long ago, uh, geologically, 11, 12,000 years ago, we were covered by a few kilometers of ice. And as that glacier retreated, helping to carve out what we call now as the Great Lakes, and part of that being the falls as it melted and as it wore away, when you, when you realize the awe power of this water, you, you can't, it's breathtaking. And when you experience, and it's funny, Kelly, when I've traveled many places, people said, oh, I've seen pictures and videos, and one day before I die, and I'm on, it's on the bucket list, and I hear this regularly around the world, and I say, you know, pictures and videos are nice, but that's like a picture and a video of a nice steak dinner versus biting into it. It's a very different experience. But to be here up close and personal with the mist at your face, experiencing a rainbow, and just seeing the natural beauty, uh, you can't help but be in awe of it. And uh, well, I challenge anybody to not be in awe of what nature's created here. We're so blessed. Well, let's back to, back up for a second to the Reddit user. They said, you know, uh, that the city di- disappointed them. So it was one of the... Uh, 
most disappointing cities, Niagara Falls, based on the kitsch, the tackiness of it. It feels like a giant shopping mall. Isn't that contradiction to the natural surroundings what makes Niagara Falls kind of interesting at the end of the day? Don't you embrace the, the tacky and the nostalgia? Well, and that's the way we see it, you know, and I always say we offer a buffet of fun and excitement here. There's some, something for everyone. So if you like the natural, we have the Niagara Parks Commission that goes 43 kilometers, <clears throat> excuse me, between Lake Erie and Lake Ontario, all naturalized, beautifully taken care of, trees, vegetation, of course, the, the, the river and the falls, and the Great Lakes. And then here, yeah, we've got hotels, we've got uh, casinos, attractions. I say it's a buffet of fun and excitement. There's something for everyone. So depending on if you're looking for wineries, golf, if you want to just take in the beautiful natural wonder, if you want to shop, dine. What's interesting, Niagara Falls is only 100,000 residents who live in this city, but we get 14 million tourists. So we get all the amenities of a much bigger city. And it's one of the things we're so lucky to, to have and we embrace it. It's the dichotomy of the nature versus all the man-made buildup around it. Yeah, and some people expect it to be all natural, like going to Victoria Falls, but here it's it's taken on a different approach you know tourism's become a very popular thing our producer gord rennie our technical producer he wants me to ask you a question and i figure i might as well indulge him he uh wants to know if you'll put a superman s shield where christopher reeve stood when he filmed uh superman 2 wouldn't that be cool? So I asked him what an S shield is. What, what the big S. Is? The big S on his chest. It's, it's called the, the shield. Okay. Like beam it on the falls, you mean? No, no, just like put it on the ground. When he rescued, oh, when he rescued the kid, he, he landed oh, there. like a landmark. Yeah. Superman was here. Yeah. You, you know what I would love? I tell you what, why don't you guys send me that request to my email at jdadati at niagarafalls.ca. I'll bring that forward. We'll bring it forward to our tourism partners in the Niagara Parks Commission and our Niagara Falls tourism partners. I love that idea. Similarly, where Nick Walenda walked across the falls a few years yeah. ago, yeah. where we had 130,000 people here in person. A billion people watched it on TV uh, as NBC hosted the event. It was the biggest event on the planet that day. We need to mark, mark the some spot. of these things. And Marilyn Monroe. You need to Monroe. start a Mark the Spot campaign. Yes. In yeah, Niagara Falls. Yeah. That geocaching, where you could, and you're right, where Marilyn Monroe, the building still stands downtown, where she filmed yeah. Niagara. And there's been so many famous, incredible people. A lot of people don't realize how many people come quietly here, from uh, Lady Diana and the boys to the, the biggest stars and starlets of Hollywood to kings and queens and princes and princesses. And a lot of them come here quietly, but oh. Mm. This is one of those places that's on all their bucket lists, and, and they want to come here. And it's kind of neat getting to host some of these interesting people. It's one of those, like I say, the dichotomy of Niagara Falls is contagious. There's something about it. We call it River City. There's no other city quite like it. I want to ask you uh, if there's – is there any tr- – I have a clip that we used to like to play all the time. Uh, very famous people did a little sketch based on uh, your town. Have a listen. Niagara Falls, slowly I turned. That's the Three Stooges. Did they ever, to your knowledge, do we have to mark spots there? Did they ever come to Niagara Falls? You know, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. I was a big Three Stooges fan. But, you know, it's funny. So and many... you don't know? You're the mayor I... of Niagara Falls. <laughs> slowly like I turned. I'm like, Shemp, well, you know, when you think about it, I mean, Sharknado, they did a version mm-hmm. here featuring Niagara Falls. 
the the Simpsons had Niagara Falls. There's so many. It's been in so many movies, so many books, so many cartoons. It's just neat. As kids, every time we'd see it, maybe in a Looney Tunes uh, episode, or you'd see it anything on Hollywood, we always got so excited to see our city featured. And I got to tell you something funny, Kelly. When I was a kid, I never truly appreciated how famous Niagara Falls is. And you don't really appreciate it till you leave the country, leave the continent. But as a kid, I remember in university, we're all, where are you from? Where are you from? And I'd say Niagara Falls, and some of the kids would kind of snicker. And I remember saying, Slowly you turn. <laughs> and I'd say, what's so funny? And they'd say, well, where, where do you live? Like on Clifton Hill? And I thought, I thought, geez, we're so misunderstood. I said, yeah, under the Ferris wheel. You know, mom and dad, they keep us there. But the funny thing is where people don't realize we're actually a city. We've got mm-hmm. malls and churches and, and subdivisions and, and shopping plazas. But, but we're so well known for the tourism. A lot of people don't understand. We're actually a city of a, about 100,000 people. This has become a massive uh, ad campaign for tourism, Niagara Falls. So I'm going to leave it at that, Jim. But I always appreciate talking to you. And it's I think that that is unfair, Niagara Falls being named one of the most disappointing cities in the world. So I'm happy that we had you on the show to stick up for your hometown.